Here's Miller. He'll get it out to Hoaglander. He'll shoot. Scores. Nils Hoaglander goes right up top. Won't get out. Walking to the middle. Our leg shot blocked by Kulikov. Here's Rathbone. Scores. Kamenik. He'll come in in the save. No. It up in the air. Scores. Schmidt. He'll shoot it. That was blocked in front of the net. Now put on goal. Scores. And that's going to be it for Miko Koskinen. Mike Smith's coming into the game. It's 4-0 for the Vancouver Canucks. I don't think I've ever seen that before where teams had four shots on goal 12 minutes of the game and have scored on all four shots. First one's poor coverage, second one's a poor turnover, and the third one's are third and fourth one are poor, should have been saves from the goalie. So I don't know if I've ever seen that where your first four shots go in your net. So a big hole to jump out of. And Miko Koskinen's performance the other night prompted this tweet from former Oilers goaltender Joaquin Gage. He wrote, I always stopped the first one. It was the second, third, and fourth that were the problem. And Joaquin Gage joins us now as we get you ready for the Oilers and Canucks coming up at 8 o'clock. Weren't you a clever man, Joaquin? Uh, I didn't mean for that tweet to have that much legs. I, uh, people uh, seem to enjoy that a little bit too much for my liking, actually, Reed. I I had uh, second thoughts after I saw how many likes that got. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think it was one of those things all you could do was laugh after you saw it, though it was certainly no laughing matter for Miko Koskinen. But, uh, I mean, whether you play that position or not, and you did, you, you got a feel for him, and the, then he expresses his frustration with with the stick. I mean, that's got to be just the, the worst feeling for a goalie sitting there on the bench halfway through the first period and you didn't even stop one I, it's it's weird because i that was as that was happening i was trying to go into the into the memory banks and think of a time when when I, maybe the the first i don't think i couldn't remember the first two going in there, there must have been one time where it did happen but definitely not three or four that and at that point reed i i mean being a being a goalie, I don't think there's a goalie out there whether they played <laughs> pro or or just as a kid that they don't remember a time just feeling that horrible. It's a it's an awful awful feeling for um, to to get pulled and and having to go sit on the bench. I see some guys kind of go down the hall and kind of gather themselves. I was it was a different time when I was there. You had to kind of just go sit there and and feel quite poor. Now they even wear hats where you can kind of cover your face a little bit, but um, awful feeling. I felt for him. It happens to the best of them. Um, but I'm sure like anything, it's not the first time it has happened. Uh, he'll bounce back next game. Yeah. Well, and he's been pretty good, obviously ever since Smith came back well, up around a nine thirty save percentage. When a goaltender gets pulled, and if it if it ever happened to you, I'm not sure if it ever did. Do is it good for teammates to still give him a tap on the pads as he's going off, or does he just need to be left alone maybe for the rest of the night or for at least a period? I think he's been with that group long enough where they they know how he feels and how how a lot of guys react. I'm sure if maybe if not on the bench, guys would would say something in in the locker room. And there's usually there's usually a. a a little bit of a rallying rallying cry with with players and saying you know what we're gonna we're gonna come back and and i know there was there was times when the guys were <laughs> you're a little bit apologetic because no one means to allow four goals right um but uh no it's uh it's that's why you play 
the game of hockey. That's one of the main reasons you, you hear guys say, I, I miss the guys in the room. It's because of those situations, those bonding situations where guys bring you back up from when you're at your lowest. And you you hear guys, I know at nauseam, you win it as a team and you lose it as, as a team. And if anything, the Oilers have shown this year is a, is a consistency to play as a group together when things are tough and uh, when things are going good. So um, I'm sure uh, he's got a lot of really good teammates around him that don't pull him through this. Joaquin Gage joining us on the Faceoff Show. Mike Smith, Jack and I were talking about him. Just absolutely incredible season for him. Now, the plan was that he wouldn't have to participate in the game on Thursday, but Tippett says they won't alter the goalie plan. He will get the start tonight against the Canucks, but he just shows no signs of slowing down. He's 19-6-2 on the season, always seems to make the big save at uh, at the right time. Would, would you watch Smith? What What is he... I mean, we know he's stopping the puck, but it seems he provides more than that when he's in the net. Yeah, there's there's definitely some intangibles that that we don't see just from his play that that ha- happened probably in that room as well, Reed. Um, I think that's one of the main reasons that, um, that you can see the relationship he has with Tippett. Tippett knows what type of person he is, and he really knows what type of goalie he is and loves his his uh, his competitiveness, his fire, the what, and it's he's been with the team now for a while, and it's been pretty much the same defensive core. And there is a relationship that you build with your, especially with your defense, and, and to the forwards to an extent as well. But when I want everyone raves about how good Mike Smith is at moving the puck, and and don't get me wrong, he's he's phenomenal at it, but. You, when you watch the Oilers defenseman, if he goes back to get the puck, you see them fanning out to the sides, opening up and creating avenues for, for Mike Smith to actually pass the puck to them. That, that comes from a lot of play with the, with the same players and knowing the, the abilities of, of, the, of your goaltender. It, it looks to me, I mean, there was one other goalie that was fantastic at moving the puck and that was uh, that was Broder and when you watch if you go back and look at those games Marty Marty's decor as soon as he get that puck they would fan out to the sides and, and uh, create options for him and if not he did, he could just fire it way up but um, you can really see that relationship with Mike Smith and his defensemen because uh, they just know what he's capable of and they know they can uh, they can change their game to eliminate other teams forward checks. It's funny, Joaquin, I've been asked a lot about Alex Stalock, more than I would expect to be asked about a guy who hasn't played this season and hasn't played a, in the NHL in uh, nine or ten months or whatever we're at. Do you, and every time Tippett's asked, he's kind of been like, yeah, yeah, we got a plan. No, I don't think I'm going to make Stalock a backup. No, I didn't think about dressing him as a backup last night. <laughs> I mean, what is this experience like for him? And like, if would, would do you think there's any chance he even gets to dress for a game before the end of the regular season? I, I really don't think so now. Um, I mean, I think for the most part, it's because Oilers fans memories are quite vivid of the, of the bubble of, of last year in the playoffs. And I think, the the thinking is, is is both goalies were were average at best last year and um <laughs> i i think oilers fans want to be more prepared than the actual coaching staff and 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 look at, there was a time when i when they when they acquired Staylock, i thought let's let's get him in there and see what he can do and that was essentially because i thought miko's game wasn't where it should be and 
And since that point, aside from last game, he's been really quite solid. And I don't think there's, barring uh, um, an injury or something drastic really happening, I don't think we see Staylock until possibly next next year at training camp. Yeah. Connor, get to 100 tonight? I think you put a poll up on your, speaking of your Twitter account, didn't you? Yeah, I I just, I what better stage to do it, right? Hockey night in Canada, Saturday night, the playoffs are right around the corner. I mean, you have you have Matthews. He usually looks to Matthews. If Matthews has a good game in, in Toronto, Connor at least tries to match it and put the whole thing to, to rest of who's the better player. So um, I you can't say he he won't because he just I mean he's averaging three points a night it seems like for the past month so um and they're a little bit hungrier they got beat last game um and they don't want to go into the go into the playoffs like um not firing on all cylinders so I would look for Connor to have a really good game but not just him I would look for the whole Oilers lineup to to be better than the last game for sure Joaquin, it's always a pleasure to have you on the airwaves, man. Enjoy the game tonight. Of course, we'll be talking as they move into the postseason. I really appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, man. Have a great night, Reed. That is former Oilers goaltender Joaquin Gage checking in on the face-off show. Good talk there about goaltending. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.